0: This is Harry Hawk Football! On today's show, we talk about the longest-tenured Redskin, John Jansen, being cut, the ESPN rankings of the Redskins this season, the OTAs, Mike Williams' weight, the lottery deal, and much, much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo yo yo! What's up,
1: y'all? Yo yo yo! What's yo, happening, yo, piglets? Yo 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 yo
2: yo! Yo ho!
1: Hello, everyone yo, ho, out yo, ho, there in Redskins Nation. Greetings,
2: man. Dude, we got a big friend. podcast to do today.
0: We got a huge podcast, and we better get right better... to it, dudes. There's no time to talk about fart gates or
1: none of that stuff. None of dude. that. We talk. We we rolled around the roid of the off season and we took basically a full week and a half in between podcast, almost two weeks. We're, we're barely getting the cutoff in here, so let's let's get cranking.
0: Yeah, you know what we were in Ride danger of? let's do
1: this thing. Stop flicking the roids and let's do it.
0: We were in danger of.
1: Ow. We are in danger of flunking most heinously
0: tomorrow, Ted. <laughs> Dude. Anyway, moving forward. The biggest news, quite possibly, the biggest news from the week from Redskins camp, the longest-tenured Washington Redskin on the roster is no longer on the roster. He is... Cut.
2: cut!
0: And that, of course, none other than number 76, John Jansen. And... Something's afoot. What do we have to say about this? I think it's a dumb move on the part of the Redskins. We need all the fatties we can get at this point. What are they thinking?
2: Maybe they know something we don't know. Maybe they have absolutely no faith in the in John Jansen to be able to perform at a uh, NFL level anymore.
1: Maybe they actually reviewed last year's tape. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> no. 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 Especially the second. Dang. <laughs> John Thumpkins,
2: <laughs>
0: especially Sorry, the, especially the second half of the season, when he was like a big sieve on the right side.
2: Seriously. Yeah. Um, we all, uh, the, the word on him, he got cut after a meeting with the Danny and company. Um, Zorn was there as well uh, on last Friday, uh, right at the end of May.
1: No, I yeah. thought that I heard that the Danny actually sent a plane to pick him up, or sent Redskins went and one to go him pick up him from up from
2: Michigan. Yeah, his home in Michigan. They went and picked him up there and brought him in because they felt that he deserved to be told face to face. Dude, seriously, um, I don't. I have a i I have a feeling that he was. It, it was a. It wasn't like an option. They were like, "We're letting you go," kind of thing.
1: Hmm. Well, what was that plane ride like? I mean, was he thinking sweet?
2: I never get to ride. I don't know, Redskins, but he signed what? with the Lions the very next day.
0: I think it was and the of same course,
2: day. Just like pretty much anyone else that's in football or in sports, he thinks uh, he still can start. Now is which, he, I don't know if that's really true. But he, he's from Michigan. Is that right? Yeah, he he's is. He's from Michigan. He's a Wolverine. He lives in Michigan. So he's playing for the hometown team then? Yeah.
0: He can't do any worse. And that's probably all right for him. I have to point he out. You got a good
1: new quarterback?
0: All the old Redskins we send up to Detroit.
1: You know? Well, you know, I think yeah, totally. uh, G- GM uh, declared bankruptcy this week so it makes a little room for him up there.
2: A little room for his uh, Winnebago. He's not gonna be able to share that Winnebago <laughs> with uh Casey Raybach anymore. Could, could you guys be any camp?
1: Could you guys be any more silent? I don't I I don't want to joke around about that though seriously, because I know that affected a lot. That well that it has the potential to affect a lot of people, depending on what happens there. So uh, uh-huh. so uh, our th- thoughts are with all of you GM employee Redskins
2: fans. There, now that I've
1: cleared my chest.
2: All right, well, chest. there we go. Um, so speaking of John Jansen on the uh, Redskins, I guess it's time to go into the uh, O-Line report, Aaron. Because we got to figure out who's going to replace him. Franco-American SpaghettiOs,
1: show them your old face.
0: It's time for the O-Line Report, brought to you by Riddapoo. Replacing John Jansen, I sent, let me see, I forwarded you guys an email today with a picture of Big Mike Williams, and he was walking up the stairs of like a stadium or something like that, and he was carrying a Redskins helmet in his right hand, and I swear, it was like the equivalent of me carrying around one of those little mini helmets that you get autographed. That's what it looked like.
2: Nice. He's
0: huge. He anyway.
2: He's him, huge. He's he's th- down from four fifty to about three eighty is the latest report from uh, Redskins land.
1: Seventy pounds, dudes. That's that's a lot of poundage. And the
0: article I Amazing. read said that he wants to get down to I think it said like three forty something by training. So camp. is that all? Yeah. I- by training he might,
2: him. He, He's on like the super like South Beach diet, you know, or one of those you can't eat bread type diets. Dude, if he, gun, gets, down to something. Point,
0: if he gets down to 340 something, that means he would have lost a hundred pounds in like a few months. That's a whole john. Dude,
2: <laughs> it's like he was on Discovery Health.
0: Dude, that's it. If you bring up Discovery Health one more time, you're <laughs> off the podcast. <laughs> Dude,
2: but, but seriously, there,
1: there was an article today... Uh, talking about, I think it was on the Washington Post about um, about him talking about his diet and, and bison meat. Did you guys see that in the Washington Post? I
2: read that. He said he hasn't tried it, but that he's heard it's extremely lean. It's twice as lean as a beef. So he's yes. thinking that maybe he'll, uh, he'll give some buffalo a try.
1: Um, That's right. Can I, we, can I just point something out, though? Let me point something out about that article. That article was written by Dan Steinberg, and... I think he must have been listening to Harry Hog football before he wrote it because I'm going to quote. There was a line from the article that says, dude lost 30 pounds since the last organized team activity a month ago.
2: Yeah, I read that too and I was like, that's kind of a weird way to write that. In the Washington he totally points, bit it from us. Yeah, he's probably listening. He's like, dude lost 30 pounds since the last organized team activity a month ago. And he didn't even cite his sources. Some power converters. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously.
0: Um. Anyway. 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 In addition to Mike, well, we, Williams, know we got
2: Mike Williams, is, a possibility over there. Yeah,
0: he's vying for his spot there, and he's, he's the, the one I'm most guys. excited about. I haven't been this excited about a lineman since my dog Trey Johnson. But anyway, um, he's vying for a spot against uh, who? Jeremy Bridges, who came in from Carolina. Jeremy
2: Bridges, formerly the Carolina Panthers.
0: And, of course, Stefan Heyer, the Maryland um, graduate, Mr. Stand-Up Straight but somehow still blocks people. That guy.
2: Weird body-shaped guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not look. in my mind. Right now, Stefan, <laughs> what's that?
0: He just kind of looks like he doesn't really quite belong there <laughs> on the field with everyone else.
2: <laughs> well, Stefan Heyer is, right now, he is the starter at right tackle. And uh, I've made it no secret that I don't think he's he's starter material. So I'm hoping that Mike Williams or Jeremy Bridges can step up. Jeremy Bridges, by the way.
1: What was up with Jeremy Bridges this week? There was some there
2: was some news, right? Um there's Jeremy- some news on him. We're gonna save that for the uh CSI DC All right. uh, yeah, segment dude. later on. This is this uh podcast. Gotcha. Read we'll the I ten,
0: dude. Read the I ten.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I should read. Anyway, I should
0: so John Jansen is cut, and um, I don't know if any of us have mixed feelings about it. I think it was about time for him to part ways, and it frees up over nine hundred thousand dollars in the salary cap for us this season. Mm.
2: And I think I think opposite that though. I think we take a six million dollar hit next season because of this, because they kept extending his contract and pushing money back and whatnot. Oh, really? but uh 6 million that's We'll see huge. what happens with that. What's that?
0: That's pretty huge.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, nobody has any ill will or thinks that John Jansen, you know, sucked or anything. He was he was a really good player for a long time. But it was obvious last season, even in training camp, the writing was on the wall for him after all those injuries he's had. Mm-hmm. So, good luck, dude. All right, in Detroit.
1: Dudes, I'm reading the i10 and it says David had comments.
0: David I David, had comments. Uh, David I uh, yeah. what were his comments Josh
1: I don't know I'm reading the i 10 here
0: John what were his I-10. comments
2: I don't know you sent them to me
0: do you have the email open <laughs> for-
2: <laughs> actually I have him right here Good. Um, he was kind of saying the same thing you were Aaron is that uh why in the world are we cutting any fatties? Cause we don't have enough offensive linemen as, as, as it is. But apparently they feel like they've, uh, they've got a couple people there with, uh, Williams and, J- and Bridges to, uh, start filling in the gaps. So we'll see. Um.
0: Yeah, maybe they have more faith in one and of And he those. said a
2: few other things about, uh, uh, Vinny and, and, and Dan Snyder that we're not gonna repeat. Not that we don't agree with it, but we're, we're gonna save that for a, uh, more mature audience.
0: Mm-hmm. Right on. So right anyway. On. Anyway, um, let me see here. Moving on from that, um, John writes that ESPN ranks the Redskins at 19th.
1: 19 years old for the average age.
0: 19th in the league.
2: So, 19th in the league. Um, see, and I'll quote from a, from a Ryan O'Hallorahan. O'Hallor, yeah. Um, the New York Giants are ranked third, Philadelphia on fourth, and Dallas, amazingly, is 13th.
0: What? Why is Philadelphia yeah. so and high? Houston, we, we swept them last year.
2: Yeah, and, and and Houston, Green Bay, and New Orleans are ranked uh, directly ahead of the Redskins. Um, Interesting. So he automatically just wrote those three off and bumped the Redskins up to 16th, which I think is fair.
0: Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, uh, you, should, you know how much stock I put in ESPN's pre-season um, rankings.
2: Well, it's really easy to tell who's going to do what in. June.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's easy. I mean, if it's not obvious
2: by now, seriously. And like, it, if it's not obvious, there, our our favorite reporter in the entire world, Peter King, actually ranked us at a twenty third. Wow. You know well, what you Peter know, King every, can do. <laughs> everybody knows that.
1: Uh, <laughs> everybody, everybody knows that Tom Brady is back, so we may as well forget it. I mean, the Patriots are going to win everything.
0: Yeah, and like John said, everyone knows exactly who's going to be injured and what kind of things are going to fall into place over the next, um, you know, six six months or so, you know, leading exactly. up to the Super Bowl, so that he knows that we're going to be ranked twenty third in the
1: league.
2: In case That's why they're experts. That's why Peter King is such an expert.
1: In case you guys didn't sense the sarcasm in my voice, it was there. So
0: oh, we sensed it. I'm just mad at anyway. Peter King for what he did to Armonk.
2: Anyway, okay. Uh, let me see yeah, we here. got two words for Peter King.
0: I got one word for him.
2: The second, I got two words for him. The second word, the second word is you.
0: And I got another word for him in the words of Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dude,
0: don't, you mean, don't you mean
1: in the turds of Josh Allen? In the turds of Josh Allen. <laughs> play that again, Aaron. Oh, play it one, one more time, just for the head.
0: In head the head. bowels of Josh Allen.
1: But this is me, too, King, walking
2: up to your face. Up to your face. Bending your head down. <laughs> in your face. Dude, in, your face. Uh, in your face. Dudes, how many times did you guys play like sports like football or basketball when you were a kid, like an early teenager, and you'd like, have a good pass or something, or you'd get a good shot, and you'd be, like, turn around to some other kid, and you're like 12? You'd be like, in your face! In your face. <laughs> in and your- then I'd follow it up with this sound.
1: Hit
0: it. In your face, exactly. the King. In your
1: face. Dude, you I- only did that with your other brother. I only did that when I was going up for my slam dunks.
0: You guys, uh, you're probably wondering why we're playing the fart noise so much. Well, I have to I have to divulge a little secret here. Since we had Fartgate 09, we have gotten an overwhelming response from listeners, more so than anything in the offseason. Therefore, I can only conclude that farts are funny, funny.
2: <laughs> all
1: I know is farts are funny. All I know is that I got another one this week from Paul T over in the UK and he said that he basically almost spewed his coffee.
2: <laughs>
1: um, when he was listening to it,
0: all over his computer monitor, it said, "I got the same email." Oh, he
1: said it said something about when John made the comment that sounded like timber falling. <laughs> he almost spewed. His dog. <laughs> I forgot about good. that. That made me laugh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's move, let's move ahead. We've got a long list of things here to talk about tonight.
0: Moving forward, okay. Forget Peter King. Why did you even put him on there? Just to make me mad Just to rile me up?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I just wanted to show, you know, how idiotic people are in the offseason when they come with their offseason predictions and who's going to do what. Yeah.
0: Especially ESPN and Peter King, my two most hated sources of – I mean, dude, ESPN has, like, not only Dion, <laughs> but Michael Irvin. I mean, come on.
2: Well, it could be worse. You could be watching that, that reality show of his on Spike.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Michael Irvin has some <laughs> reality show where you can, like – what, be a cowboy if you win it or something?
2: What?
0: It's something like that.
1: I'm like with a rope my and...
2: My grow up to be coke snorting cowboys. Like, like, if you... a, like with a
1: <laughs> with a rope and with chaps that don't have a rear end in them? Or, or a... <laughs> like if you get through his like reali- like,
2: like cowboys that like to take windy walks together, I guess. Dude, I have to admit, I haven't actually
0: tuned in the Cowboys Michael Irvin show to find out the specifics about it, because I would just puke all over the place. But... From what I gather, from the commercial, it's something like if who, which one of those players like wins the whatever competition gets a chance at going to like Cowboys training camp or something. And I'm like, yeah, that would be like my worst nightmare to go to Cowboys training camp. I see
2: you rolled your way
1: into the semis.
0: And speaking of well, dude, what here's what
2: here's what you'd need to do if you win that contest, Aaron. The very first day you walk out there and you're in like sweats, like just plain gray sweats or something, and you have these like like already pre-done for you by your wife beforehand with Velcro. You walk out to the star, and right when like everyone's out there and they're getting ready to start, and everyone's you know has a chance to see you. You pull off your sweats like they rip off with Velcro, all like stage styling and everything, and you've got all Redskins gear on, and then you pee on the star.
1: <laughs> Just blame it on our
2: on our wardrobe. Malfunction. And dudes, the cameras would be there. Everything it would be on film. Awesome. You know somebody yeah. would leak that. It would be fantastic. You, you know, I mean, you hit. might get your ass beat, but it would
1: be great. It would hit YouTube within within mere seconds.
2: Oh man, awesome. you
1: would be Aaron. You would be a cult figure. You would.
0: Dude, someone would, like, text it straight
1: to YouTube. You would be known as <laughs> as Dude Pee's on Star. On YouTube.
2: That's You're the dude that pee on the star, man. Woo!
1: Dude, that would launch you into, you know, to stardom.
2: <laughs> You'd be famous on the internet for, like, a week. It'd wow. Awesome. And then everyone would forget about you. All yeah. right. In um, any event. Any of those dude? While I'm talking, want-
0: while we're talking about that whole training camp, winning a trip thing too. Did you guys have you guys ever thought about like these players that come out of the draft and stuff? Say you got tri- like, say I was in the draft and I got drafted by the Cowboys, I'd like refuse to go. Scary. But you never hear you of players like refusing to go. They're always like, oh, okay, I like this team that I'm going to. Did you ever think if there's actual actually players that are like, I'm not playing for those jacks?
1: You can kind of tell when you watch on draft day, like the guys that are pretty stoked about where they're going, and the guys that are like, "Man, I
2: got drafted by Detroit."
0: I know, but do you ever well, think dude, there are guys, well, you that, know, like that just refuse to go? Like, I would refuse to go to the Cowboys.
2: Well, they call you before they make the pick, so you talk to them on the phone, and you you'd you just be like, "Hell no, don't pick me because I'm not going."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm I I'm not like. going. Yeah, Jimmy Jones. What's his name? Not Jimmy Jones. Jerry Jones. That's a combination of him <laughs> Jimmy Johnson. Anyway, he would call me and be like, "Well, guess what, son? I'm about to draft you as a cowboy." And I'd be like, um, "Will you be wasting your pick because I'm not going to be playing for your cowboys?"
1: No, but seriously, what can you do? Can you, it, it, it's called a you, draft? You would have to sit out for a year. You would, if you got drafted. They, yeah. I mean, you would have to like not play. That's fine. That's that's part of the draft,
2: dude. May, or maybe on now draft. starting at right guard for the Toronto Argonauts. Aaron <laughs> Allen. Allen, 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 Allen. Maybe on draft day you could just go to Canada and dodge it.
1: <laughs> the
0: guy that refused Stop. to play for the Cowboys. <laughs>
1: The guy that dodged the NFL draft. (laughs) The guy that dodged the NFL draft. (laughs) He's like, oh, hey, no, I know I'm not going to get drafted by them Cowboys. I'm out of here. I'm heading to Canada. That's awesome. All right. So we're talking about OTAs,
2: right? Yeah, the OTAs have fired back up um, this week. Um, I'll run down the list of uh, veterans who did not show up, who are allegedly working on their own, and wait, wait, wait. includes Wait Cl- oh, hey. I was I was going to guess. I was going to say Clinton Portis, Zip. of course. Uh-huh. Hey. Uh huh.
1: What?
0: Uh. Clinton Portis, London Fletcher, um, Mike Sellers, LaRon Landry, Carlos Rogers, the rookie Kevin Barnes. Oh, dude, wait. Carlos man, Rogers really... and Kevin Barnes were sick. That's why they didn't show
2: sick. up. Sick. Carlos Rogers needs all the time he can get on the field. His what do you have? Yeah, Carlos Rogers has the no hands virus. Yeah,
0: he has the HIV, oh, hands infected virus, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, man. Hangnail, hangnail infected. Dude, as
2: long as he doesn't have turf toe. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Turf toe was only around for like two short years. The only time I ever heard of it was when Dion had it.
2: And he didn't play for game after game after game.
0: Yeah. Dion and maybe, like, Mike Orvin. I maybe think those are like sucked, the only man. people I've ever heard that have had it. Seriously, have you heard of Turf I Toe in the Dion. last five years of anyone having it? No.
1: Uh, yeah, Dion. <laughs> Dion. Dion got it from broadcasting last year, I think.
0: Dion
2: invented it. <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, the, the big news that I've heard from, from OTAs... Um, well, one of the big news things is that uh, Malcolm Kelly is allegedly healthy and fully participating for the first time ever as a Redskin. I think. Yeah. Think so. so everyone's pretty pumped about that. Has he caught any passes? Is, I don't know, but the other news I
1: think is uh, Brian Arakpo. You know, they talked about him transitioning to that linebacker
2: position, um, and how and how that's right. going. We're seeing, yeah, apparently we're seeing more and more of that at the OTAs. And, uh, yeah, it definitely looks like he's going to be playing kind of a swing between defensive end and linebacker.
0: That's cool. Who's that giant? Interesting, Dude, who's the giant that did that for a while? Or it still does?
2: Uh, Was it O.C. Uminoura that was doing it?
0: I don't know. I think so.
2: I don't know. Mm. Who cares? It's the Giants, man.
0: All I'm saying is we have to beat the Giants at least once this year. Seriously. I'm sick of losing. Yeah, to that's them. starting
2: to piss me off. I'm feeling like the late '80s with that.
0: I know it's almost to the point now where I'd rather win one against the Giants than two against the Cowboys. Mm.
2: Than two against the Cowboys?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say I'd rather win one against the Giants than, you know, one against the Cowboys. Then,
2: then, then not beat the Cowboys at all. You're saying you want to beat? It would be nice to beat each team once, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Than get swept by the Cowboys and beat the Giants. I'm not gonna go that far. I'm just gonna say no, 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 no. Wait, am I confusing you? What I'm saying is I'd rather beat the Giants once and beat the Cowboys once than beat the Cowboys twice and lose to the Giants twice. Make sense? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Paul Tattersville, yep. across the pond, you understand what I'm saying, right? <laughs>
1: Hey, uh, somebody else that you didn't mention there, too, is um, James Thrash did not show
2: up for OTAs. Oh, wow. Really? Really? He was absent. What do you guys think about James Thrash this year? Do you think, uh, I know it's early, it's June, but uh, you think he might get cut this year? I I don't know. I I, I see him as a solid leader for special teams. And mm-hmm.
1: I think he's still he can be a solid third, you know, if they need to put him in dude. as a receiver. But yeah, um,
0: I agree. Even if he doesn't play one down as receiver, they'll keep him for special teams. He's like their leader, dude.
1: He's like the leader of special teams, you know.
2: And he's good at yeah. it. Yeah. I'm That's... a little concerned there. I'm a little worried about his uh, future. They would not mm. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying I would not be surprised if he he did not make the final roster. Interesting. Well, we said that about Rock Cartwright last year, and he's a—he's uh, probably going to be in the same boat again this year. But I think he—he he is a—I uh, think he has a better chance of sticking with the team this year than Thrash does. Honestly, all saying put it out there. This is a sticky topic. Let's put it out there
1: to the listeners. What do you guys
0: think? I think James Thrash should absolutely make the team because he still contributes every single year.
1: Yep. Yeah, when you see him play, he's giving it his all. He's not—he's not just like sitting back, you know, going through the paces. Like half of the guys, half his age, he's—you um, know—he's given every—he's given a hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, let's put it out there to everybody listening. If you gotta—if you've got an opinion on James Thrash, we'd love to hear it. So, and
0: he always makes plays, dude. You never see him like, hmm, let me think, to dropping passes and stuff that are right to him.
1: That's uh, what I'm. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying.
2: Actually, he did. He did drop a few passes this last year. Well, that, you are. Yes, you're. You're correct, John. I remember him. Like, dropping like much pass. more than more than normal. But then again, then again, the new offense. Pretty much everyone was dropping passes this year. Santana Moss on down. So. Mm. So there you go. Nothing anyway, really dudes, stands it's out. Probably my mind. time to take a quick break, and then we can talk about a, a little bit more about the uh, the OTAs. Go for it.
0: Alright, uh, let's pause for this commercial break in station identification.
2: Eight ball.
0: <laughs> what? Eight ball? You're in the
2: prime of your life and you love to celebrate it. That's right, you know what I'm talking about. E o Come on, don't be embarrassed
0: by it. Erectile overactivity can happen to any of us. And it's for that reason we've created Stand Down. Stand Down is a pill that you can take on a daily basis
1: or just when you need it. You know, when your soldiers standing under attention too long, take yourself a stand down. Get through the rest of the day, do your thing and enjoy your life. Ask your doctor to ask your wife if Stand Down is right for you.
0: You're listening to. Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. All right, we're back at Harry Hog Football,
1: dude. That's uh, that's pretty much the message that people will get if they try to call the Hog Line right now.
2: Just hang <laughs> up and try again. <laughs> oh yeah, hog, All right, dudes, I'm back. What did I miss? Oh, I feel much better.
0: The Hog Line is broken once. The Hog again. Line is
2: down, down. Damn. oh yeah the hog line is down. Um dude dude isn't isn't Harry the hog like a bachelor like a beer drinking hanging out with the dudes bachelor kind of guy?
1: Yeah dude. I don't know.
2: Oh, we think so. Why?
0: Yeah, why dude?
1: Why are you asking?
2: Well didn't didn't we uh didn't you uh just play that commercial with uh someone who was saying that uh
0: Dude, we just played the stand down. And she was in.
2: She was in relation with him. No,
1: no dude. Our, our commercial this week was from our sponsor, Stand Down. Oh right. Oh okay. That's anyway, okay. we forgive you. You were off getting a refresher.
2: I, 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 I was off. Uh, he
0: is, you're uh, off getting of business. You're off getting fluffed. Okay. Dude, I was dancing. Um, here Understand. we go. Clacking. <laughs> Clacking. Here we go. Next item of business. D'Angelo. <laughs> and I'm going to read this as it appears on our itinerary. D'Angelo Hall is pissed and plans to have a huge year because Madden 2010 dropped him from a 93 ranking to a 68. The biggest oh drop God. of any player this year. Smoot went from 87 to 76. If it motivates him. Are you serious? A 68? Was it a mistake? Because the sixty-eight on Madden pretty much sucks. That's like those rookies that they make up names for.
2: Dude, yeah, that's why he's so pissed off. He found that out, and he came into to uh, OTAs today, uh, being Tuesday the second, pissed off and playing his tail off because of it. He is very, very upset.
0: <laughs> he's pissed off over a game, dude. And he didn't and even dude, make sixty-nine. That's messed
1: up. Yeah, he, he re- Yeah, he. He was at least hoping for one more number, I think. <laughs> I know. 68. Dude, he,
2: <laughs> if he were in the Virginia Beach school system, he'd fail. He went have, from a high B to a fail.
1: What do you have to get a 70 to pass? So 70
2: is? to pass.
1: That's hilarious. Of curve it's Beach. still crazy that people can cruise through with all 70s. Anyway. Cruise through. Anyway.
2: So yeah, that that seems to be the big story right now. Uh, after the Malcolm Kelly is actually healthy story, uh, D'Angelo Hall's motivation is not to show that he was not really a bust and that he deserves all the money that he got and uh, that he's not, you know, a piece of burnt toast. Which I I, I still fear that he could be this year, um, mm-hmm. due to a couple games last year where he played. Not very well, and he got lucky because of drops and things of that nature. So hopefully he's going to step it up. And if this is what we need or what he needs to get himself to step up, then, hey, that's great.
0: Hmm. Who?
2: D'Angelo Hall? Yeah.
0: Dude, I thought he played pretty good last year coming in.
2: I thought he did at times, but I thought there were plenty of times where he would get burnt. Remember, he'd get burnt, and then he'd get up and, like, be mad at somebody else, like, like it was their fault that he got burnt.
0: Like a lineman.
2: <laughs> yeah, like a lineman. And things uh-huh. like that. Every time he'd get burnt, he'd get up and be, like, pissed off at, you know, tr- trying to be pissed off trying to find someone else to blame because he's, he's still rather immature. He did go to tech. Come on.
0: That is true, but I thought he was going to come in and suck for us a lot more than he did.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But now that he got paid again, um... He damn well better step up. That's all I have to say. Okay, on on another
0: note, note, we already talked about Mike Williams being down from 380 from 450. That's 70 pounds. And it looks like he's serious about making a comeback in the league, and we're going to keep an eye on that. A close eye. Yeah. And in other news, the Washington Redskins have signed a deal with the Virginia Lottery to be on scratch tickets. Um,
2: awesome.
0: I'm sure John is going to run out and spend his whole salary paycheck on <laughs> a bunch of red. Yo skin yo scratchy. yo!
2: Give me ten scratches. Give me ten scratches. Is it like um? Give me ten. Is it
1: like scratching snaf? Will they have a picture of uh, Mark Brunel's yellow cake on there? <laughs> oh man, dude! dude, dude scratch dude, it man. off and see what's underneath. Yellow cake.
2: Yellow cake. Yellow cake. You guys are just wrong. Yellow cake. So so what Well the big deal about this story other sports like baseball have already been doing this where they're allowed where they've been allowed to appear on scratchers. Um you know, professional sports has a very, very I can't even say tenuous relationship. They want nothing to do with gambling of any form, usually, uh, for obvious reasons, because, you know, people will throw games for, for gambling purposes. Um, people in the games or refs or, you know, what have you. Um, but the lottery, it's not like you can really throw a game to win the lottery. So other sports, including Major League Baseball, have already had deals to do this sort of thing. So uh, in the owners' meetings recently, the... The Redskins and the Patriots um, led the charge to uh, allow NFL teams to appear on scratch lottery tickets. And in the first week, I believe the day after it was approved, the Patriots had a deal with the Massachusetts lottery. And just a couple of days later, the Redskins had a deal with the Virginia lottery. Interesting. I'm not saying that they were doing anything beforehand and getting to prepare just in case they got this passed. I'm just saying... They came up with deals really fast, kind of like uh, Albert Hainsworth. We'll talk about that uh, in the next segment. Hmm. I think it's pretty interesting, though, that they went that step towards uh, a gambling sort of business. I would not expect the NFL to keep going in this direction, though. I don't think they're, they're going to move any farther. I don't think they're going to go the route of the WNBA, either, and start putting advertisements on their jerseys, a la European or world soccer.
0: Or American Major League Soccer,
2: or American soccer. That's right. Football. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of football. Oh, never mind.
1: I'm reading it. It's down later the itinerary. Talking about new football. And new
0: football. speaking Save it of me. football. Save it. Um. As for a Redskins rugby team in the UK. Wait, who wrote this? Paul. Paul Tattersdale. Paul. Our good our UK Paul. friend. We asked on the last podcast about a Redskins rugby team in the United Kingdom, and Paul tells us that he is not aware of one, but there is, however, an ice hockey team in Scotland called the Kirkcaldy Redskins. Hockey?
1: Really, Paul?
2: A hockey team? Are you sure it's not a curling a team? team named the Redskins?
1: I didn't know there. I mean, I guess I didn't know that there were that there were, hockey was big in the in the UK. Do they is there a lot of hockey in the UK? I
0: don't From know. From what
2: I know, I don't think there's a lot of hockey, but, you know, there is hockey. Right. It is, you know, especially up in Scotland, you know, the colder it gets, the more people are apt to play hockey, eh? <laughs> eh. So, they're like if it's not Scottish, it's
1: crap, eh.
2: Well, all I all I would like to know is if there is a uh, curling team named after the Redskins, because the I would totally get one of their jerseys. The curling Redskins. Rain Dude, you got to love a sport where you can Rain play just. and just put your beer right down on the playing surface and keep it cold. <laughs> curling. Ranges. Nice.
0: Ra- nice. Hey, John, remember when I had that idea to turn the gym at work into a um, curling ring? rink?
2: Yeah, Field we actually sport. measured it yeah, out. We were going to have to put it uh, diagonal to uh, actually fit the curling rink into there. That would have been fantastic.
0: I love mm. curling, dude. It's awesome. Anyway, don't they call one of the guys the skip? I think that's what I like the best about it. The skip. Anyway, mm. you guys still there? <laughs> I'm getting a lot of, um, I'm getting a lot of static on the line because there's a storm of brewing outside of Cool Mountain.
1: We're here, dudes. All All right. Well, well, let's let's move on ahead. Let's move on ahead. All right. Let's
0: move on ahead. Um, I think think we'll take a short uh, break, hoping that we don't lose power here before the end of the podcast, and, um, well, here, let's just take, well, let's not, let's forgo the break, John, because we need to get this done before I lose power. Solid. Uh, Okay. CSI DC is the next segment here. Um. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun. are you? Starring Gary Sinise.
1: Are you? Are you? I really know. Are you?
0: What is Ooh, that? What is that? I singing. Huh? What are you singing?
1: We're singing the CSI theme,
0: dude. I thought, I thought the CSI dude, theme was just like, dum dum dum.
1: Dude, that's so Law and Order
2: from
0: nineteen eighty-seven. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about texting either. So dude, man. come
2: on, Josh. He's got two kids. One day you'll understand.
0: <laughs> One day you'll understand, dude. If you ever have two kids, <laughs> ask me the What's theme. What's funny thing.
1: for all of you out there is I used to say that to Aaron all the time. You'll understand someday when you have kids, dude. Ask me and the Now theme. he has two.
0: Ask me the theme to the yeah, Mickey when you Mouse have your first Clubhouse,
1: key. and I'll be able to tell you. Notice, notice, Aaron keeps on talking. Yes, no, he notice he does. Let, let, let's move. Let's move into this. C S I D C.
0: There's tampering probe opened Sick. with the Haynesworth deal. Hopefully, it's not an anal probe.
1: Sick. You. <laughs> uh,
0: what have we heard anything else? I heard that they opened the uh, probe about this, but I Sick. haven't heard anything regarding any findings. Have you heard anything?
2: They did what? Um they- I don't. I do not believe the probe has found anything involving Albert Haynesworth yet. Um, I don't believe they found anything with the probe at this point. Um, um, so far, everything is pretty dark <laughs> and involving stinky. this. They haven't come up with any. Uh, they haven't come up with anything uh, of note. Um, I believe it's very slow going, Dude So we'll keep Dudes. you. Uh, we'll keep you informed on the probe. Some, my, something my, smells. My
1: itinerary says tampering probe opened in Haynesworth. Does <laughs> <laughs> not say
2: in. It says wit.
0: Oh man. Anyway, so we don't have anything to report except that they're still probing around in Haynesworth for the um, tampering with their with anyway with the
1: uh, Titans.
2: Basically, the Titans are pissed off. The owners of the Titans are pissed off at the owners of the Redskins, and no, so they're going to open a tampering deal. I it seriously says,
1: tampering probe tampering probe opened in Hainsworth Tidy oh Titans. Titan.
0: I seriously don't understand why the Titans are pissed off about this because. Everyone that watched the Pro Bowl heard Albert Haynesworth basically say he was not returning to the Titans no matter what.
2: They're just bitter. They're bitter, dude. Anyway, that's all. I I think it's more than bitterness. I think they're they're just really pissed off at the Danny for being the Danny. Uh You know, which and and they're still pissed off from being a Redskins fan for a second. I think that there's a whole lot of people that feel that way.
0: Yeah. And I just wanted to point out that they're also still pissed off that they weren't named the Nashville Necks. Yeah,
2: truly, Nashville, Nashville part part apostrophe Necks. Yeah, apostrophe Necks. To uh, clarify that, anyway. Um, but but the serious deal on that, real quick, is that uh, if if the NFL does find that there was tampering and that the Redskins were trying to make a deal before the uh, that midnight deadline, which I'm sure they weren't. Um, the Redskins could lose a draft pick, and you know we'll, we'll see what if that happened. You know, Goodell, it could be a low draft pick, it could be a high draft pick. Who knows? Will it be okay. a Miller Lite or a Bud Light?
0: Draft? Quite, quite possibly. Well, John. Will
2: will it be a Jason Taylor or yeah. will it be a TJ Ducket?
0: Quite possibly. Or John.
2: will it be an Arasmus Must be Dragon James.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> you're saying, like you're pointing out here, like I was about to point out also is is that really going to hurt That's us more as long time. as like the Danny and Vinny Serato are making draft picks? I mean, you know what I mean. How much are we going to lose? Jason Taylor
2: second round. <laughs> How much are we going to lose like, okay, here? Well, a third and a fourth or I think a third and a fourth. It would be a lot Herasimus more it would, a, James.
0: it would be a lot more um Seven. serious consequences if we were like, you know, the um the uh, Patriots or some team that knew how to use draft picks. But anyway.
1: Dudes, let me ask this question. Is there a spreadsheet? Is there a spreadsheet out there? Like, is there a publicly viewable spreadsheet that shows, you know, in 1988 we gave up – you know, Jack Kent Cook's left ball and, <laughs> and you know, two draft picks in 94 for, you
2: know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, is there a spreadsheet that shows all this stuff?
0: For Sean Gilbert.
1: I, I
2: guess they have <laughs> records of this. I heard the other day that George Allen lost a draft pick because he traded. I don't know what the trade was, but he traded a draft pick he didn't have. And so the NFL took a draft pick away from him. <laughs> I, I I don't know if anyone knows that story. Maybe – uh. Maybe uh, Tom from Tom's Trivia knows the answer to that one. I heard that the other day, and I was like, "What? Really, yeah.
0: dude?" He was probably like, no "I've one's never heard gonna, that before, dude." No one can keep track of this stuff. We'll just tell him we have a it.
2: Track. <laughs> He's like you, Aaron. He's just like, dude. No one's keeping like a spreadsheet of this stuff. They didn't no have one's s- got Dude, crap. they didn't
0: even have spreadsheets when George Allen was around. They didn't know what a spreadsheet was.
2: Yeah, they did.
1: Well, they they had those little green green books with the uh, dude. Those are called ledgers. Ledger. Those but, are ledgers. Yeah, the ledgers. They had ledgers. Yeah. They have to go dust those off and take a look, and see they need to the go look
0: up now. the ledgers from like the Sean Gilbert trade and or draft and see what's going on.
1: <laughs> anyway,
2: <laughs> um, uh, anyway, what else? All is right, so CSI? like any good CSI episode, like any good CSI episode, there's always like a main plot, and then there's a couple subplots. So one of our subplots is uh, going back to another O lineman. Um, Jeremy Bridges, who we talked about, who the Redskins signed from Carolina in the offseason here. Um, apparently there were charges against him in Charlotte for some kind of incident. In a bar. He smacked a, a waitress on the rear end or something. It was in, at a
1: restaurant.
0: He did something at, yeah, at yeah. a Hooters restaurant. and um, Was it Hooters? I don't know. I'm making that up. Was it
2: really at a Hooters? I don't know.
0: But anyway, he did something. <laughs> and
2: Dude, if, if, if it was at a Hooters, I, I just want to say <laughs> – for all the dudes out there, I'm making that up. Seriously, dude. the next time I hear someone go, "But they have really good wings," I'm gonna punch them. Dude, Hooter's, they wings don't are, have good
0: Hooters wings are Hooters wings are nasty. They don't even go have
2: and, good wings,
0: dude. Those are <laughs> nasty wings. It's
2: like seriously, that's like saying you read Playboy for the articles.
0: <laughs> dude, Hooters wings are like just oh. chicken dropped in a vat of vinegar with a little teeny like bit of hot pepper. Old,
1: on. old, slimy chicken that's been laying around. Yeah, it's nasty.
0: If you guys want you know good wings, well, this, it, this is not a paid advertisement. If you guys want a good, good wings, go to one of my favorite wings places, Quaker Steak and Lube.
2: Quaker Steak and Lube. We need to try to get a deal with them because those guys are awesome.
1: Yeah, they're they're
2: good. They
1: are good. I agree. I, I, I don't mind the uh, Wild Wing Cafe. That's pretty good, too. Any of the Wild Wings. Those are good.
0: I don't like BW3s. Those are nasty.
1: You know what? I have never been Agreed. to a Hooters. I can honestly tell you this.
0: Well, never you're not missing anything.
2: Not even. Well, you are missing something, but, but I guess it depends on where you go to Hooters. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, the wings, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so back anyway, to back talking to about bridges. bridges here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah.
0: bridges. The charges were um, dropped against them, so that's good news for the Redskins. And I don't even know what the charges were. And I don't even know. Well,
2: what happened? He was he was accused of spraying champagne on other customers and getting into a dispute with a restaurant employee.
1: That's it. Maybe the spraying of the champagne caused a, a wet Hooters t-shirt contest.
0: <laughs> Maybe it was a <laughs> wet,
1: wet Wild Wednesday's <laughs> at Hooters or
0: something.
2: Yeah, <laughs> actually, they don't well, have I do champagne. I read this article here. He, he was also, uh, he was convicted of a separate assault charge in 2008, but they uh, they did not talk about, they, did, they didn't they uh, did go into detail on that. Great. But uh, he was accused of spraying champagne on other customers and getting into a dispute with a restaurant employee. Just probably what we said, need. Why are you spraying champagne on everybody else? Right. Just what we need, dude, a, a criminal on the team. Oh, man, this guy, put, this guy and Pac-Man Jones, the worst two people in the NFL. Ugh. All right. Oh, the horror. The horror. What's the other subplot? We got another one, right? Yeah, yeah. And going into the third subplot, um, Virginia Tech's own Michael Vick, <laughs> um, there's starting to be speculation that he could become a Washington Redskin, is starting to float around there.
1: Who's speculating?
2: Many people are speculating, actually, including uh, David Elfin, um, who is a Hall of Fame voter and who was the biggest proponent. Uh, for the eight years that Art Monk was running for, well, not running, what, what, for, was for, eligible for the Hall of Fame. Wait, I um, thought. He was the man I, in wait. the room who was telling people like Peter King like they were idiots.
0: I thought Harry Hug Football was the biggest proponent. We even had the shirts made.
2: I, I cannot say that we were his biggest proponent because Dan, he, because Art Monk only thanked like five people in a speech by name because he said there were too many to name, but one of them was, was, uh, Elfin from the Washington Times. So. He obviously was a big influence on getting Art Monk into the Hall of Fame. I think we ran a close second or sixth because we didn't get named, but you know, we knew he meant us.
0: Anyway, what about what anyway, about David uh, Elfin and Michael Vick? Go ahead.
2: Well, he was saying the same thing um, as as Tom Robinson from the Virginia Pilot here in the uh, Greater Norfolk area, uh, Hampton Roads, Highwater, the Seven Cities. Um, he says he believes B. that Michael Vick will be reinstated will and will be on a roster this season um, because he believes the NFL doesn't want him to go to the upstart United Football League. They, well, they should chain him. Well, we'll get to that in a second, but they should chain him to the bench.
0: Dude, what the heck is the well, United Football League? I haven't heard anything about this.
2: I'll get back U.S. to that in just a second. The Falcons still have Michael Vick under contract, and unless they release him, it's all a moot point. I thought or they trade. did cut him.
0: I thought they already cut him like two years no, ago. No, they
2: still have him under. He is under contract. Yeah, but they, I thought they, they made the him like pay to him. Michael a, Vick.
0: I thought they made him give money back and stuff. I don't I sw- think
2: he doesn't have the money to give back. That's the no, thing.
0: I swear, dude, that they like cut him and made him pay money back.
2: Michael Vick is still under. Contract with the Atlanta Falcons. They have the rights to him. So if anyone wants to sign him, they have to go through a, the. They have to go through a, that dude that owns uh, owns the Falcons. He owns Home Depot. I can't remember his name. Well, cool. Maybe he'll just keep
0: him. him, and we don't have to worry about him. Because I, it, yeah, like, we'll quite frankly, I didn't think he was that great of a quarterback to begin with.
2: Dude, let's. I think, I think that's three of us that agree. But the thing is, he can still play for the Canadian Football League or the upstart. United Football League, yep. um, and let's that's starting up that. here in October.
1: Because if they, if speaking of this this new league, which which actually was founded a couple of years ago, I believe, if they do this right, then it could be a good thing, I think, for the NFL. Because, you know, the uh, NFL Europa is no more um, NFL Europe, or whatever they called it when they were done with it. Um, Europa. And, and this could really be uh, a place for uh
2: player development in a lot of ways. What is it, dude? I've never even heard playing? of the United
0: Football League. Give us an overview.
2: Why are they playing during the Redskin season? That makes absolutely no sense.
0: What is it, dude? Seriously? Why not?
2: Why? Aaron, why you really haven't heard of this?
0: No, I've never all? heard I've never heard of it at all.
2: It's a
1: it's a football league. It was started by that dude that used to be with the Jaguars or something. Isn't that right? What's the hey, uh Ross. Who is it? It's it's an upstart league, you know, the United Football League.
2: Basically, it's kind of like the USFL, although I'm not sure if they're they're going to try. They're not going to throw the money out there like the USFL did, that that caused all the contracts to go up even faster than they did in the first place. Because that was their big thing. They offered all these big players a, a huge amount of money. Um, but I know that there's a team in San Francisco and Dennis Green. You know, you know, and we let them off the hook. You know the Vikings, dude, um, is uh, yeah, and of the Cardinals when he had the whole you know then crown their asses, Mm -hmm. they are who they thought they were. Oh man, we're gonna get sued now because I forgot he trademarked that. Oh man, can we cut that?
0: I'm not cutting it. We'll take our chances.
2: All right, to hell with it. Um, He's the coach of the San Francisco team. So okay, well, so this is there's, some. League there's a couple other people that are coaches. Some of these teams that are coaching some of these teams that are, are former NFL coaches. Oh, um, who are Jim the players? Jim Fossil, Jim Haslett, um, Ted Guttrel.
0: Where are they getting the players? Are these like reject NFL players or
1: what? You know,
2: you know who else? No, you know, no what I'm they're... thinking all the guys who were in the Arena Football League since they uh, didn't play this. No, year. no, dude. Actually, they they are talking
1: about getting players from the NFL, if they've been cut from an active roster, or if they've been cut from a practice squad, they would be eligible to be put on a team in the UFL, is what they're saying. Right.
2: And The, the interesting thing about them, they're, they're playing from like October, and then having their championship Thanksgiving weekend, and they're playing on Thursday and Friday evenings. Right. So, no one's going to watch them in Texas, because they're going to you know, compete with high school football, but everywhere else they might actually get some of uh, viewership. If, if I don't know what channel they're going to be on, I guess we'll find out later, but put it this way, dude. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll it's watch another it. two days of
1: football that we could look at and go, man, that guy's pretty good. We need to look at that. Yeah. Guy. I'll watch yeah. it, dude. I'll yeah, watch Truly.
2: It. That That's means, what I'm saying. Play, dude.
1: for player development. Why not? I mean,
2: uh, it can't be any worse than the X freaking. Dude, wise. think about it,
0: dudes. Seriously. This means we will be able to watch football. Thursday, Friday, Saturday for college, Sunday, and Monday.
1: You're you're right. Four out of seven
0: days. How can we complain about it?
1: Two days to recuperate. No, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's five out of seven, dude. Five out of seven
0: days, dudes.
1: It's simple math, dude. Simple.
0: (laughs) Josh, I don't want to hear about it from you. If we <laughs> all donate a dollar, we can buy the team.
2: No, dude, but if we if
1: we all donate a dollar, we could probably buy the entire UFL because I think yeah, truly, I think that people basically uh, entire investments are like fifty million dollars or something. <laughs> um, I was actually oh, well, let that. me
2: just pull that right out of my ass, dude.
0: Why don't yeah. we start why a Harry
2: 50 million dollars, dude, Why don't we start, yeah.
0: why don't we start a Harry Hog team in the UFL? Paul Tattersdale can be one of our linebackers. Apparently, he plays Paul. linebacker.
2: Dude, that'd be awesome. Paul,
1: Paul, will you make the hop over the pond to play some, uh, some D-line for us or something? A
2: little bit of linebacker. Dude, he's <laughs> sitting there right now no. going, yeah, right, show me the money. Dude, <laughs> he sent
0: us an email. No, on his uh, Redskins <laughs> book page, he said that he was going to, um, he's going into coaching. Maybe we could hire him as the coach for our uh, Harry Hogg team in the UFL. Oh, cool.
1: oh, yeah. That's right, because he said his knees, his knees were starting to go or something. Um, Jim Fossil. Jim Haslett. There you go.
0: Paul. Paul Yeah, I, I
1: did want to point out that one of the investors for the, uh, this was interesting to me, one of the investors for the UFL um, is uh, Paul Pelosi, who is uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband. And he has invested $30 million of his own money into the UFL.
0: Good for him. Wow. Interesting. Why didn't he give it to the poor people? It's a lot of money. Yeah. What? Why didn't he give it to the poor?
1: Why doesn't Danny give one of his $180 billion to the poor?
0: I don't know.
2: Hey, that's a good point.
1: Right? Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: All right. Dude, we all know that Jesus said there will be poor always. Look at the good things you have, have got.
0: Yes, dude.
2: Seriously. Exactly. Come on, dudes. Didn't you ever see Jesus Christ, superstar?
1: Wealth is not material things. Anyway, moving yeah. forward.
0: Anyway, um, moving forward um what were we about to talk about oh we we.
2: Aaron you were going to tell us about your latest correspondence with um the Redskins season ticket office I'm going to I'm going to before you say that I am going to say that I did get two emails within the last week two more emails to add to my tally um pretty much begging me oh and one phone call pretty much begging me to buy season tickets
1: I just got um, one more
2: letter ahead it's of the, the 200,000 others. Oh, Josh has one again.
1: Well,
0: no. I got a new interesting twist. As you guys know, we Aaron, had Aaron's
2: got a good one here. We had season it a tickets. Step
0: farther. We had season tickets what? 3 seasons ago now, going on our third season. And we did not um renew because it was impossible to sell re-up. our upper deck tickets on eBay, StubHub, anything. And get half back what we paid for them. Because everyone, you know, if they're going to buy tickets on eBay, they're going to sit in the lower bowl. So, we didn't renew the tickets. And this week I got a, a letter. No, I'm sorry. An invoice from the Washington Redskins saying, we want you back. Here's the bill uh, want for 3100 and we some want you dollars
2: back.
0: for four season tickets. Including... Quote inside the beltway end quote parking.
1: What is that like fifteen miles
2: away inside the beltway somewhere? Inside the beltway parking. (laughs) That could be like an hour and a half away from the stadium.
0: So Seriously Dude and all right, all right. First of all, since on a good day. Since we cancelled the season tickets, I have not re signed up for a waiting list. Therefore, if this 200,000 strong waiting list really does exist, which we know it does not, then they have already asked the 200,000 people on the waiting list if they wanted season tickets and then came back to people that used to have season tickets and don't have them anymore and started asking them for them. Now, I thought about this, and I'll probably do it tomorrow. I was going to do it today and didn't have time. There's a thing on there where I can email any questions to this email address. And I was thinking about emailing and saying, Do you have any lower bowl seats available? I may be interested in those. And what happened to the 200,000 waiting list if you're begging me to come back? In-
1: Dude, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you what comes next. I'll tell you what comes next if you don't do that. You're going to get a letter, and it will be pretty much like your invoice. And it'll be like subscriptions one year, two year, three years, best value. And then it will say, Check the box,
2: send no money now. We'll bill you later. Oh, well, I'm stuck start- and then after that you're gonna get another one that looks kind of the same as that, but at the top it's gonna to have in big red letters Pass due exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation, oh, yeah, exclamation yeah. point. Another thing and below that-, that it'll say, You're in danger of losing your season ticket. <laughs> yeah.
0: On another <laughs> thing though, it said due date for the invoice. It said due date last chance. That's all. it it. Uh.
2: <laughs> and then, so are you sure this wasn't from Publishers Clearinghouse?
0: No, dude, this was them. And then, because it they even had it, it even it. had our account no- our old account number on there. So and then, so then, I, dude, I'm gonna yes! I'm gonna start negotiating with them and be like, um, we might be interested if you can get us like mm, anywhere between the twenties and the lower bowl, and we'll pay this much, and we want. Inside the parking lot parking. (laughs)
2: Oh,
0: Oh, and by the way, the inside the Beltway parking was $350.
2: $350 to park in Reston.
0: Yeah. But in addition to this... Or
2: somewhere. I'm sure it's in Maryland, but geez, seriously, inside the Beltway parking? Or just outside of Richmond.
0: Yeah. In addition to this, uh, my wife received... A postcard, first of all, she is never, she doesn't, all right, let's face it, she doesn't even really like football, okay? Um,
1: I don't know how you do it, man.
0: Because she allows me to watch every single game. Anyway.
2: <laughs> word, same word, thing. Word, word,
0: Anyway. So, anyway, she doesn't like fo- really like football, and somehow they sent her, addressed to her, this card. Join the loud crowd in 2009. As a member of the Washington Redskins wait list, which she is not, you are cordially invited to join the loud crowd at FedEx Field. Prices start at just $290 per season ticket package, plus tax. Receive a commemorative 2008-2009 Redskins yearbook with purchase. Call today or send us an email. You must RSVP to attend this event. All right, small print. Seats are available in the limited view terrace sections of the lower bowl. Inside the Beltway
1: parking is available. Did you say did you say $290? Yes,
0: small print. Limited view seats.
1: But still, that's a that's a deal when it comes to Redskin seats for season tickets.
0: Limited view, dude.
1: I'm sure they have a TV
2: in there.
0: Well, what I was thinking... I
2: have a TV in my living room. Here's what
0: I was thinking. It doesn't
2: cost me 200 and something dollars to watch my own TV, though. Yeah, but
0: here's what I was thinking, dude. If someone did want to buy these $290 seats, there's... A, and then there's, like, Place, FedEx Field, win, Saturday, June 6th, Time, 10 to 3. You can go and pick your limited-view seat. And here's my point, dude. Why can't you just buy the limited-view seat and then when no one's buying these other seats because, you know they're ridiculously overpriced and whatnot, you could just move move from your limited view seat to one where you could see everything once you're in the
1: stadium. I guess you could probably get away with that. For $29. They're not going to check all your tickets when you walk into a section.
0: They've never checked my ticket there.
1: No.
2: Yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyway, we have,
0: we have completely proven that the season ticket waiting list is a fraud, a sham.
2: What's really sad about that is that that story that was in, uh, I think it was the Charlotte Observer um, recently about some guy down there that finally got his season tickets. Um, his name was Norris Adams. He finally got his season tickets, no relation, um, to the Redskins. After a 20-year waiting list and his wife allowed him to get them, blah, 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 a happy story for him, blah, 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 and all this good stuff. And I did uh, email the guy who wrote the article and pretty much, told him that that was a big load of Blonk, and that there is no waiting list anymore. And, you know, pretty much laid it all out, as we have in many, many episodes in the past now, um, and don't really need to get into that. But unfortunately, that story has been spreading on the uh, on the internet and has appeared in newspapers I know in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and also somewhere in Canada. Um, that story has been spreading. And what's unfortunate is that a lot of people who read that story or don't have any idea that the uh, the waiting list is a complete and utter myth. It doesn't exist. <laughs>
0: Including that guy, but let's not burst his bubble. Let's let him think that he finally... I hope
2: got he it. doesn't hear about it. You know, I didn't write him. I wasn't like a total tool about it. I just wrote the guy who wrote the article for the paper. I didn't like write this Norris Adams guy and be like, dude, they totally screwed you over. No, I didn't do that. that. That would be pretty crappy.
0: Dude, you could have got partial views for $29 a game.
2: And inside the Beltway Parking.
0: <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that, I think that about wraps it up, dudes, for this week's episode. Um, Josh, you had, did you want to make an announcement?
1: I am. I'm going to make an announcement here. And uh, it's a preliminary announcement, but here it goes.
2: We still accept you, no matter what you say.
1: Drum roll, drum roll, please. That's a rim shot.
0: That's all I got, dude.
1: Um, ew. Ew. Uh, here we go for all you loyal listeners out there and everybody that's gone to HarryHawkFootball.com we've told you for about the past month and a half that we're going through some changes and we've had a few of you uh, uh, contact us about doing some beta, cha- uh, beta testing so here's the big announcement um, as of today you can go to um, I'll give you this web address it is www.redskinsbook.com Dot com. That's Redskinsbook.com. Redskins that Book sounds
2: kind of like Facebook. Hey,
1: how about that? Um, we basically developed a social networking site for Redskins fans and Redskins fans only that is similar and based on the ever popular Facebook. The only thing is you don't get your mom and your aunt and everybody else's, you know, little sister and people that you don't know that you're just trying to get a number of friends. Uh, basically, everybody that will be on here will be a Redskins fan. And if we see otherwise, they get kicked the heck out. They get. Uh, so go, Absolutely. To Red, go to RedskinsBook.com. Uh, sign up for an account. It's totally free. We're never going to spam your, or do anything with your information. Share it. It's, uh, it is what it is. Keep in mind that we are still in beta testing. You may see some bugs and some things like that. Um, if you do see a bug, feel free to, uh, to post a comment. There'll be an open forum bugs area for groups. Um, we'd love to know what you've experienced. We, uh, we know there are a few things that are still being worked out there. Um, this will not replace HarryHogFootball.com. It is simply a compliment to that. And we will see these two things be seamlessly integrated in the coming months uh, prior to this season. So we just want to let you guys know, RedskinsBook.com is open for business for public beta. Please feel free to log in, check it out, test it, and see uh, see what you guys think and use it as much as you like. And I'd like
0: to add now, that... Now,
2: Josh, it, this is in addition to HarryHogFootball.com, as you said. That is correct. HarryHogFootball.com is still up and running.
1: Um, and eventually you'll be able to type HarryHogFootball.com. Which will get you to RedskinsBook.com as well as a seamless integration of Harry Hog Football. So it, it will all become one, no matter which email, no matter which web address you type. At some point in the future, that has not happened yet. So, but for right now, you, you're going to have to go and sign up for a separate log log in at RedskinsBook.com. Um, we encourage you to do so, and we hope you'll uh, we hope you'll enjoy it.
0: And I'd like to point out that it's like Facebook. Except without all those annoying little um, applications and people sending yeah. you like you're not going to be sending anybody
1: or... a little green patch or anything and stuff
0: like that. So uh, uh,
2: yeah, and no no farming and and no cowboys fans. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: Anyway, yeah, join it. It's pretty sweet. There's a chat and uh, it's pretty much set up like Facebook where you leave little messages and have little friends and all that stuff. It's pretty and sweet. Join
1: some groups. Um, you know, get on and uh, you can post to The Wire, you can post to Twitter directly from this, you can get a Twitter feed if you guys use that. Um, there's, everybody's got their own separate blog section, you can deal with bookmarks, um, there's an event calendar. You can text. Uh, you know, get some friends, <laughs> invite some friends. It's got a nice little chat, um, which we really like. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just check it out. There you go.
0: All right, yeah. And uh, I think that pretty much about wraps it up for this week's episode. Um, uh, send us an email if you have any comments about to our Redskins fan at harryhawkfootball.com. And we'll see you guys next week. And as usual, if you see a Cowboys fan this week, Joker!
2: Bye-bye.